welcome to the Ask Ultra podcast. My name is Julian Hall and I am on a mission to help parents and teachers support the next generation of entrepreneurs. Now, before we get into today's episode, here's a fun fact. What is the most entrepreneurial country in the world? Is it A, Brazil, B, the USA, C, the UK, or D, Uganda? What do you think? Stay with me to the very end of the podcast to get the answer. So if you've been listening to the Ask Ultra podcast, you know I'm a big advocate of teaching young people entrepreneurial skills. And there's a lot of reasons why. I strongly believe that entrepreneurship is one of the greatest tools that we have at our disposal to prepare young people for the future of work. If you look around us, watch the TV, news or browse the internet and social media, it's pretty difficult not to recognise how dramatically and rapidly things are developing across a wide variety of sectors. Technology is at the forefront of a lot of this change and it means that a lot of jobs will change, disappear and of course there will be new jobs that will be created. Now why is learning entrepreneurial skills a positive thing and an advantage for young people in this context? Well, an article from the global management firm McKenzie & Company outlines this well in an article discussing the future of work in which they state... The need for manual and physical skills, as well as basic cognitive ones, will decline, but demand for technological, social and emotional and higher cognitive skills will grow. In a nutshell, increasingly a lot more tasks and jobs will be done by computers through automation and using artificial intelligence. Improvements in technology, rapid shifts in business focus and economies mean that the job for life adage that many of our parents may have experienced holding on to jobs for 15, 20, 25 years plus is now a thing of the past. As McKinsey and company highlighted, skills that cannot be automated and take higher skills, human insight, analysis and forethought are increasingly important in the workplace and will set employees apart at their place of work. A lot of these skills are at the forefront of thinking and acting entrepreneurially. An individual with an entrepreneurial mindset and skill set inherently seeks to create solutions, improve performance and results, adapt to trends, bootstrap, and a lot more that doesn't come naturally to the average employee. So hopefully you can see the value in exploring entrepreneurship with your child. And now that I'm firmly on my soapbox, Let me delve into today's topic, specifically being what you shouldn't do when teaching your child about entrepreneurship. I think the biggest thing to remember and be aware of, if you forget everything else I discuss in today's episode, is to encourage your child to pursue their passion. At the root of this is what entrepreneurship is, and it's also important that parents understand what this is when supporting their child on the journey of entrepreneurship. I'm a big fan of pursuing excellence alongside this journey, that is, without the rhetoric of making copious amounts of money, which is usually the focus given with popular thinking about entrepreneurship. That's not what entrepreneurship is. Entrepreneurship is a journey of using your skills to create a product or service that benefits others for whatever reason. That is what people spend money on and ultimately why a business is successful. So, in saying this, do not introduce entrepreneurship to your child as simply the buying and selling of products for profit. Of course, this is something that many do very successfully, but I wouldn't say that's entrepreneurship. It's important to distinguish between entrepreneurship and business, the latter being solely defined by commerce and ultimately making money. As there is little innovation in business, it is of course highly competitive, stressful and unenjoyable for many. 
which in a lot of ways is the opposite of real entrepreneurship. If we look at the old examples of comparing Microsoft and Apple's approach to computing, both had entrepreneurial and unique approaches to solving the general public's use of PCs. Microsoft, of course, went down the collaborative route, focusing on software solutions and working with hardware platforms to reach their customers. Whereas on the flip side, Apple sought to build an all-in-one solution and a brand that could not be ignored. This is entrepreneurship, a solution and consideration of how people's needs, wants and desires can be met through your skills. That's not to say that other companies within the multi-trillion pound computing industry are not successful by simply creating hardware, but in terms of the recognisable impact and shifts in the way we do things, this effect sits at the feet of companies like Microsoft and Apple particularly, which sit at the forefront of innovation. As McKenzie and company mentioned, that understanding of social and emotional facets of human experience, which currently can't and may never be taught to computers, is the foundation upon which successful entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial skills is built. This is an understanding of your passions, your skills or interests, and how these can be used to benefit others. Ultimately, it's a lifelong undertaking, which is why I feel it's important that entrepreneurship is explored from first looking at their passions or interests at a young age. So, as a lifelong undertaking, don't wait until your child is a teenager or in college or university to explore entrepreneurship. Traditionally, business is introduced in secondary school and at college, as many young people start to take their GCSEs and begin thinking about careers. Whilst this is still great, for a long time, we've been missing a big trick. I think it's important to introduce entrepreneurship to children at a young age when their imaginations are bursting. They have no limitations and lack the experience of real-world disappointment, stress and failure and so on. When I first started saying this, a lot of people looked at me as if I had two heads. Why would you want to introduce something so serious, so grown up to children? Let kids be kids, they said. But what better time is there to introduce entrepreneurship in a way that can be lighthearted, fun, without any pressure? The earlier entrepreneurship is introduced, the more time children have to experiment and develop their skills towards their chosen entrepreneurial undertaking or occupation. Additionally, if their passions, which of course are likely to change, are presented as being viable avenues for building a career and developing their skills, they will be more likely to explore this in adulthood. And there's nothing better than doing what you love for a living. People often look at entrepreneurship perhaps having little experience with it aside from what they see on TV and in the news and seem to believe that people are just born with it, born with the ability to be entrepreneurial and create a success in that way. And I would say this is a big, big myth that needs to be challenged and put to bed. Entrepreneurship, like any other subject that is taught in school or elsewhere, can be learnt, improved and developed over time. Having an understanding of the skills needed to start and run a business will allow you to undertake tasks to learn the relevant skills. A lot of thought about entrepreneurship focuses on the extreme cases, great successes or great failures, whereas there are many entrepreneurs who won't necessarily fit into either category but are happy, fulfilled adults making a living by doing what they love and providing a valued and important product or service to their customers. In teaching entrepreneurship to children, don't approach it with a right or wrong perspective. There is no wrong idea. It is initially all about creating the mindset and introducing the concept and possibility of creating a business. It can be taught and there are steps and approaches that can be universally applied to any idea. So take the pressure off and let your child be creative with their ideas. For example, a few years ago when running a workshop for a primary school class, one of the children had the idea for a rocket ship business. We approached this by using Ultra's entrepreneurship pedagogy, which starts with passion, which of course he had expressed. 
We then supported him by researching his idea. What did he have to consider? Who were his competitors? What would be needed and what steps would he need to take in order to launch the business? From these questions, he was able to start planning his idea. What would he be offering and why? Who would be his customer? And how much would he even charge for a rocket ship? What opportunities for development would there be? What other opportunities could there be in the future? What costs would he have to consider? And what issues, threats or problems may he come across? By the end of the session with this class, this child presented their rocket ship business with confidence and was able to explain and justify their approach, introduce a brand that they had begun to create and how the business could be launched. Now, by going through this process, of course, it's unlikely that at that moment, the child will be launching a rocket ship business anytime soon, but it's the approach that's important. He now has an understanding of how to framework, analyze and put together a project for launching a business. Now, when he has his next idea, which may be something that is a little more in the ballpark for being brought to market, he knows how to approach it. And maybe this time he will actually create a product or service and run that business. Or maybe he won't. But this is a process that can be repeated and bettered and improved over time. The skills and capability that a child will be able to apply to almost any idea or project will be second to none. Let's not forget, fast forward to July 2021, and Jeff Bezos' space company, Blue Origin, is on the verge of sending him and his brother to space in the first ever space tourism flight. And other billionaires, including Richard Branson and Elon Musk, are also exploring the opportunity to do so. So it would appear that this child's idea and imagination wasn't such a bad one at all. This is the epitome of the power of introducing entrepreneurship to children at such a creative and unrestricted time of their lives when the possibilities are endless. Let your child explore entrepreneurship early, express, be curious and explore their passions without restrictions and watch how their ability, confidence and entrepreneurial streak develop and flourish over time. I look forward to seeing the development and progress of the next generation of entrepreneurs. Now, thank you for staying with me until the end of today's episode. And as promised, the answer to today's fun fact, which was, what is the most entrepreneurial country in the world? Is it A, Brazil, B, the USA, C, the UK, or D, Uganda? And the answer is D, Uganda, where 28.1% of the population are entrepreneurs. The top five entrepreneurial countries are rounded out by Thailand at 16.7%, Brazil at 13.8%, and Cameroon at 13.7%. Worldwide, out of 7 billion people, over 400 million are entrepreneurs. That's one in every 18 people. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with a parent or teacher who wants to support the next generation of entrepreneurs. See you next time. Ultra and out. This episode was brought to you by Ask Ultra, the entrepreneurship tuition app for kids. Available on both app stores. Try it for free.